Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Power hour inside the locker room. Hour number two here. Uh, Craig? Yes. Uh, I am... I have been postulating, I've been thinking, I've been pondering, I've been wondering. Yes. The the green effect. The green in effect. this game on Sunday. Kendrick Green is the starting left guard. Oh, here for... I thought you were gonna talk about opening NRG Stadium up or something. Okay. No, for... no, no, I'm I'm not I'm not talking about like lead certified buildings or anything like that. Okay. And, all right, all right. And, and you know, energy efficiency. No. Uh, um, the Kendrick Green effect. How about oh, yes. That? There we go. Yes. Very literal. Um, so, Kendrick has been in our offense. Kendrick has been a center in our offense. He has been in training. He spent all the training mm-hmm. camp with us. Yeah. He was a gimmick in our training camp. He's now the starting left guard for the Houston Texans. And can you just talk about what the challenge is with a guy who's had your playbook um, and now knows all of your intimate secrets of your offense, right. the inner workings of your offense, and now he's behind enemy lines. He, right. He is he has been a turncoat, so to speak. Not not on his own choosing, right? We no. traded him there. Oh yeah. But, you know, a lot of depth at the, co- at the competition, the interior offensive line. So he did not, you know, he did not make that top four. Um, for that position. But can you just talk about the challenges that presents um, coming on Sunday and what the Steelers might have to do to uh, kind of slow the information that was probably poured out by him? Well, that's that's always the dilemma if you go to another team, you know, and then you sit there and you think to yourself, number one, the guy that went there, uh, is he uh, kind of uh, vengeful about it or is he copacetic with the fact he went there? Regardless, there's going to be a dispensary of the information there, you know? I mean, he's got yeah. he's going to be help, helping his team out. I mean, that's the people that signs his checks and pays them and all everything else. Um, so here's the thing. You, you're part of the offense. You know the code words. You know the schematics. You know those sorts of things. And you're going to relay some of that information or all whatever that information to your coaches. Um, and so for the Steelers, what the onus is, is just how much can they absorb? You know, I mean, because this used to be a thing back in the day. I remember when we uh, were going to play the Miami Dolphins and Rick Moser who was a running back. We The Steelers released him on, on uh, was after the Friday practice. And all they did was move his equipment down because to the visiting locker room because the Dolphins picked him up. My, You know, Don Chula and all them guys, they picked up uh, uh, Mose and – um, you know, 
you wonder how much is he going to be able to tell the other team, you know? And so the big thing for, you know, back in the day when they used to do that was done more frequently. Um, you just change your, your, your brown, your, I'm sorry, your live audible colors. Uh, but the code words are the big thing. You know, I mean, that's the thing yeah. that they've got to change. And you do that, you do a couple uh, disregard the audible type things so that, you know, you go up there and you make what sounds like a check and you find out are those guys really following what the checks are, what the code words are, things mm-hmm. of that nature, or are are they, uh, you know, just kind of like they're not even trusting what is going on because they don't want it. They, you know, it's the old double whammy. Are they fooling me or are they double fooling me? You know, I mean, it's it's yeah. kind of like one of those things. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it is an intricate balance. I mean, we've had to do that before, uh, but mostly in division games. You know, I remember when Bo sure. Lacey went over to the Cleveland Browns um, and he talked about it. And, of course, when James Harrison went over to the Cincinnati Bengals, um, that was something we also had to talk about. And so, you know, you, you have these conversations with former teammates that are now elsewhere, especially ones that have been there for a couple of years. Uh, you tend to remember, you know, where they go and, and, and what they might know and sharing that um, because it's more so it's not even about the opponent side. It's what do they know from their side of the ball and what are they sharing with the guys on the other side of the ball for their team to give them those type of keys. So you'll throw out some dumb, we call them dummy calls. Right. Um, you, know, you find out who the dummy is. <laughs> yeah. You find out who the dummy is. And the problem, the problem is, you can't make the dummy call close to what the real call is. That, that I learned that the hard way. I did too. Uh, got <laughs> and listen, I, I I love Chris Kimiatu and I love Kendall Simmons, but yeah, there was a couple of times we made some dummy calls that they actually did exactly. I was like, no, that's a, that's a, that's a fake call. We talked about this in the huddle before we walked live. I told you I'm going to call this out, and it's going to sound like this, but it means this, and so. It's like okay, so apparently we can't do that. So then we just then we resorted to just using Spanish. You know, I was like, you know, when you have a double team or a deuce, you just say doble. You know, right, right. <laughs> it was on three tres, and then of course you're like, if the guy took Spanish class across from you, you're like, okay, he might actually know what this means. So then we just start. We were like, okay, let's go to French. Let's go toi, toi. Can you? <laughs> we're going on toi, and then Chris looks at you like. What is toi? I don't know what toi. I told you what toi was. It's three in the huddle. <laughs> you know what's so funny was oh, I man. actually did something like that with a, a you know a guy playing next to me on Monday Night Football, Ted Peterson, and uh, you know Pete, I he 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 went for the dummy call, which actually was a live call because I was a I was the dummy and making the call trying to, I was just trying to see if I could throw off the the Cincinnati guys, but I failed to let. You know, Ted know that I was doing that. <laughs> and so, yeah. guy got turned loose. Oh, and, of course, you know, quarterback got lit up. And so, we're at Monday Night Football, and Ted comes back into the huddle. And he's like, he grabs me, and he goes, you that you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't make a dummy call. And he's, like, choking me in the huddle. <laughs> you know? He's got me by the neck. And, you know, because I'm the younger guy, right? And he's, like, he's like shaking me. I'm going, Ted, you got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the sidelines and Chuck goes, Chuck goes, what are you guys doing? He goes, are you guys all right? You look like you're trying to choke Wolfley here. What are you doing? And then, of course, we had to explain the dummy call came from me and I was the dummy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you know, that, that happens. But 
here's the, here's the importance, Wolf. I've learned in any, What's that? In any relationship, you've got to have clean communication, Wolf. Yes, you got to have. You got to be able to communicate. Got to be able to communicate. So something something that we as guys don't do a great job of all right. the time. And prime example, even though I felt like my communication was clean when I did it in the huddle, literally 17 seconds before we snapped the ball. Uh, apparently you need to do some reassurances on the line as well. Um, but you know, we learn, we learn that, that that's what life's all about. Life is about learning wolf, right? Yes, it's it, about is. Learning. it is. And you know, I, I think for the Steelers, this will be a good challenge of how can you create something different and, and you know, crowd noise may or may not be an issue right now. I'm going to be completely honest. Um, uh, what we did in Las Vegas was amazing. And I think we have a shot at a repeat performance. Right. You hear this, Wolf? Yes. You hear this? Uh-huh. So, um, my good buddy, Keith, we love Keith. Keith has never called into the program, but Keith listens to the program. He's right. also the CBS camera wizard on the A crew. Um, he said, Vivid Seats usually projects each week's like percentage of teams, fans in the stadium. Oh, that's right. Yes. So, they do this. And so... Last week, they had Steeler fans at roughly 62% of the stadium and Raiders fans at 38% of the stadium. Ooh. Hey, kudos, Steelers Nation. Yes. Right? Yes. What's this Show up and show out. So right now, they have Steeler fans currently at 58% and the Houston fans at 42% in their stadium. No kidding. So So this could be a repeat of Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. This could be a repeat. And they said that the way the tickets are moving, Pittsburgh could be near 60% again. Wow. So that stadium, NRG Stadium, may be 60% Steeler fans come kickoff. One o'clock Sunday. Well, noon Central time, right? Noon Central time, local kick. Yes. But one o'clock Eastern kick. So... Man, that was a little that was a little note I wanted to throw in there, a little nugget. So, I like that. you know, silent count might be optional once again, Wolf. Yes, <laughs> yes, it might. And how this cool would, be a would that be? Nation. Yeah, well, this no, is what Steelers Nation. Awesome. Yeah, Steelers Nation is all about showing up, like you said, and to have that sort of ability to, you know, because like I said, for the Raiders, that's got to be deflating as well as anything to be in your home stadium and go on a silent count. First of all, it, it, it stinks because the silent count makes it harder uh, for you to operate. And then the second thing is that it's very demoralizing because you got your, your, yeah. you, you've got the, 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 the enemies taking over your stadium. That stinks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like that to me, a song back in the late 90s. There's a stranger in my house, you know. <laughs> Uh, he's like, it's like when you come home and you feel like a visitor all again, visit Allegiant stadium <laughs> <laughs> or anytime the Steelers come to town, you're not really at home. You're just holding place for the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And that's a beautiful thing, man, because that, that's yeah. such a bond between the Steelers and their fans and St- Steelers nation, I should call it. Um, and they do such a great job of showing up and showing out. Um, so that, that, to me, is going to be key. It's going to be one of those wonderful things. But I look at this team, and one of the things I look at, Max, is the fact that they cannot – they've not hardly sacked anybody. They only got four sacks, and nobody has more yeah. than one. 
Yeah. Now they 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 are when it comes to the statistical category, they uh, they pale in comparison to say the least. Um, and that's why that and that's why I feel like this is more of a trap game than anything else, right? Because nothing stands out to you, really. Yes. You know, I mean, yes, we can talk about C.J. Stroud and what he's done, but at the end of the day, you're also like, hey, this is a this is a one and two quarterback, right? As a starter, right. if we're looking at it just completely on the surface, um, you know, regardless of experience level, he's a one and two quarterback. Now, the one things that you do glean from that, you do glean that he has not thrown an interception. Yep, he he's he's thrown he's 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 attempted 121 passes, and you know. They got a victory against a division opponent. Like that that that's the basal version of how we look at it, but they can't run the ball particularly well, which you need that balance, especially for a young quarterback. Right. And then defensively, they're efficient, but they're not stopping, right? They're they're not they're not having the explosive turnover plays that one would expect from 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 a team that's that that's quote unquote on the rise. So it's like, well, where are you getting this at? Are you just lulling everybody to sleep? Because if you're not controlling time of possession and you're not really turning them over, where is where is the stat mm-hmm. that puts them over the top? And that and that's that, and that's what I have a fi- a hard time finding. And that's what makes this game a little bit uneasy because it's like, okay, take away their best thing. What, what is their best thing? Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, I mean, saying, hey, we'll take out the quarterback. Well, the quarterback's been sacked 11 times in three games. Right. So, right. I mean, so it's not like it's that. It's not like he, he gets rattled easily. But it's like, it's almost like they're just relentless in their approach. And, and they keep games close because, you know, both sides are doing exactly the same thing. So, you know, you kind of hope that an, an offense can misfire um, and they can keep pace with them. But I mean that—that's where that—and so that's where I find my hardest challenge, Wolf, is I'm breaking this, breaking this down and looking at it, and trying to study it. Is that I can't really find a great thing that says, "Oh man, we got to stop this," right? <laughs> or we got to exploit you know, that. Or we got to exploit that. Like it's—it's it's all kind of, it's kind of just base. And so I think that's where, if you're the Steelers, it's like, hey. You know, as you always say, Wolf, and, and I, I love saying this quote now because you you've got it drilled in my brain. Um, if you can't beat up on the stiffs, you are the stiff. Yeah. Well, this is one of those moments where we're going to prove: Are you a stiff or are you not a stiff? That's a good, good for point. the Steelers. Yep. No doubt about it. I would say it, and I've been doing the same thing. I'm watching film, and I see C.J. Stroud. And I see, wow, I, I'm impressed with the kid. The kid's he's he looks like for his age. Yeah, he's he, looking good. He's looking good. Right. He's doing a good job. He keeps. You know, pulling things out and doing things well that you, you, know, you thought, oh, maybe, you know, he's a couple of years away from. No, he, he's just one of those guys that just seems to the stage is not too big for him. He's very comfortable with it. But where I think there's a sliver of a, a, a moment that we can maybe exploit is when I look at how they cover the tight end and they give up a lot of yards, a lot of completions to tight ends, 84% completion rate to tight ends. And I think. That could be something because Pat, we've only used Pat, uh, you know, he up until last week, he'd only, what, I think he, he was only getting a couple looks a game. And last year he got six targets a game, and I think last week he got four targets. Com- uh, three of them were, were completed, one for a touchdown. And um, I think, you know, he could well have a very decisive role in this game coming up. Yeah, no, I, I, I think – I think he can. I think Connor Hayward can also give us a boost. 
Good right? point. Because of that H-back movement uh, from side to side could be something that we could possibly use. And then, of course, we'll see the health of Darnell Washington today, you know, because obviously, you know, Mike Tomlin's big on, hey, if you can't show up for the dress rehearsal, why am I going to put you in the game, right? Absolutely. So you have to show up for Friday, so we'll wait to see um, – you know, how, how he comes up on the injury report. Is he a limited participant or did he not participate? That'll be big. Um, so I would love that. But, you know, another thing, I, I didn't even think about this, Wolf. Um, you know, James Daniels being being out as oh, of right oh, now. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that means we mm, might possibly mm. see Nate Herbig, the other Herbig right yes. now. We have to say he's the other one because yes. Nick comes in the game. Um, we might see Nate Herbig at right guard for the first time this year. So interesting. That's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, you know what? I forgot about that. I was sitting there and uh, this morning as I was uh, perusing through the the injury report, I kind of glossed over it because I thought, you know, well, he, he's got a pull groin, but it, you know, it's those things have a way of working out. Depends on how severely and so forth. Um, and then uh, you know, but the fact is, you're right. He didn't practice yesterday. And uh, if he doesn't, well, he might be one of those guys, though, that Mike would make a game-time decision on, do you think? Yeah, I I think you would have to think that that's a game-time decision. Um, Just because for continuity purposes, you want to keep everything as as equal as possible. Um, If there is going to be a change, I think that comes down right at the last minute to see can you go or can you not go, which Mm -hmm. I've, I've been there before, Yeah, you know, where we've had teammates, especially on the offensive line, where it's like game time decision whether you know a guy can go or not. I remember Marvell Smith. Um, <laughs> I love the story. Oh my gosh! So so we go all week now. So now now is now is Uncle Max story time. Yes, we go all week. We're getting ready for the Miami Dolphins. So I've been taking my little backup snaps and doing a thing here or there at the left tackle position, but mostly right tackles where I go in and. Now take my reps. Well, we get to the stadium and I'm walking in. And so when you walk in the Steelers locker room, you walk through the double doors, you kind of make a quick little left and then boom, you're in the, you're in the locker room. Well, my, my locker was all the way at the far end, right by the door by where we go out to go for pregame warmups and to go out to the stadium. So I could see clear line, my locker and I see my Jersey up there and, Pat and the crew have, have put my jersey over my pads, you know, because they tape them down. <laughs> I'm like, oh, nothing new, nothing new to see here. All good. And then I just glance a couple down to the left because Marvell sat right at the L in that corner. Okay. And I and and it's right across from the training room. So as I'm walking, I kind of glance to the left because you know you see all 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 the shoulder pads that are ready all up top you know, for guys to put on and wear. And then you see the bag when it's a guy that's going to be dressed in street clothes on the sidelines. I just kind of glanced to the left and I'm like, oh, they haven't gotten to Marvell's bag yet. (laughs) Or they're working on it right now. So I look left, but then I look right. And Marvell's laying on his stomach and he's getting treatment on his back. And think nothing of it, you know, put my stuff away, you know, start to go through my whole pregame ritual. I have a routine. I have to do the same exact routine every time. Yep. And then I walk into the lock. And, I walk and into by the, the way, uh, explain the, that. Yeah. Explain that real quick for people that don't know. But okay. almost every hog has a pregame ritual because you got to lock in. Yeah, every guy, ha- you know, e- like every superhero needs his own theme song. Like every offensive lineman <laughs> has his pregame ritual. 
And so I have a certain playlist. I have to hear certain songs at certain points in my warm-up process. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was, it, was, it was called the Game Day Remix. Yep. Um, and every year, I, the reason why I called it a remix because it would be from the original and kind of add and delete stuff. But the same principal songs had to be on those four songs that had to be on there. Um, so I go and normally like my routine is, you know, I set my pads in a certain location and a certain order in my locker. And so I set my, uh, you know, I set my pads, I set my socks cause we had the long socks. So I, I set those in a certain position. And then my pants have to be in a certain position as well. And then whichever cleats I'm going to at least initially go out and warm up in, I have those in a certain spot. And then I go test it for the field to make sure I have good enough grip. And if not, I switch to the alternate cleats. Okay. Um, so I, I do that. And then I go and then I go into the training room. I grab some quench gum, right? Mm-hmm. It's only good for about 10 chews and then it's dead to you, but I do it anyways. Right. You know, I grab four pieces and I walk past belly, say, what's up, Bell. And you know, Marvell kind of looks up. He's like, what's up? And he's like, he's like, you ready tonight? I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, of course. What? Why would I not? It's just another football game. He's like, all right, good, good. I'll be watching. What? I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. Back up, back up, back up. Stop. Stop, I love that sir. <laughs> what do you mean you'll be watching? Oh, yeah, I'm not going. It's like, when the hell were you going to tell me? He's like, he's like thought you knew. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. That was it. Well, so, was, he's such a man of a few words anyhow. Yeah. You know, and that, oh, my God. Marvell maybe said 25 words uh, <laughs> to me over our entire time together. But it was like, I'll be watching. And then thought you knew. I was like, what? <laughs> so, so now in my head, everything has sped up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because oh, yeah. You, you know, you, ha- you have a routine in your head. You know, because like back then, especially for that game, it was the Dolphins game. It was that it was that legendary game where it like rained, Lord, yes, and yes. and just and then we tried to double sod, and then it was like it was like field soup out yep. there. So so you know so I'm like okay, so I'm hurrying, getting dressed to go out on the field and do my pregame warm up. I go out to the field. It's tarped. Can't walk on the tarp. Ah. Can't practice on the tarp. So now I'm like, what? And then Guy comes over is like, yeah, they're not they're not going to open the field until um, until we run out. So we're going to do we're going to do our stretching in the locker room. We're going to do a pregame routine in the locker room. Mm. I'm like, I'm like, what? What? What You're do you mean? Me I, 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 I'm starting at left tackle against <laughs> Jason Taylor. I can't get any reps. Are you kidding me? <laughs> a carpet rep doesn't count like a grass rep. I hate yes. to tell you that. So so. I'm like freaking out. So now I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. And so I just, I just. <laughs> and people, for <laughs> folks that don't understand, the pressure builds like a steam, uh, you know, like, like. Uh, like a pressure cooker. Yeah, pressure cooker. you haven't released the yes, lid on exactly. it yet. Exactly. Oh, and so all this is coming in on you and you have to imagine yourself feeling this adrenaline and pressure building like crazy and you can't release it by the normal methods of pregame warm-up you've got all this building continue my friend yeah and so so now i'm i'm looking around i i'm frenzied 
you know, I, I'm, I, I'm just pacing back and forth now. My routine's all screwed up here. Right. Because now I have to mentally go through the Rolodex of my information and my film study to get ready for this at left tackle about what can Jason Taylor do and not do to destroy my day. <laughs> um, so, like, you're going through all of these things. And then on top of that, remember, I was – so because I was a backup at the time, I I played on goal line defense and I played on field goal block as well. Right. As well as being the jumbo tight end. So now I'm like going through all of my extra assignments on top of now my normal offensive assignments at the left side. And I just remember just walking around the locker room like aimlessly. And I just remember James Harrison looking at me like, what is going on? Why are you over here? Because the defensive guys were in the opposite corner. And it's right. a big locker room. Right. And and Silverback just looks at me and is like, what is wrong with you? He's like, I'm starting at left tackle against Jason Taylor. And so he looks at me, he's like, hmm, and? So I'm like, <laughs> like thank, th- thanks, Debo. But I just remember him reaching into his bag and getting like this little powder scooper out. It was, it was a amino matrix or something like that. And he's like, he's like, here, man, take two scoops. And I was like, oh, you cursed at me right now. I'm like, he's, he's like, he's like, you're, you're getting me wound up and I don't like to be wound up. I'm like, you you are a vicious person on the field. What? How am I winding you up right now? Like you're supposed to be assassin level, right? And so I'm like, okay. So I go and I take it, and I go sit in my locker. I'm just rocking back and forth like a kid from Sling Blade, right? I'm just like, oh my god, this is going to be crazy. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't I don't know what to do. And so then finally the Mino Major kicks in. And I'm like, oh, I'm calm. I feel ready. I feel powerful. I'm, calm. I'm like, man, I'm this is amazing. <laughs> and then we go out on the field and I take one step on the field and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is mush. <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. And so we get out of the first series of the game and Jason Taylor looks at me because you remember the Dolphins are wearing all white. And so I'm sitting there, I'm at left tackle and, and, and he looks at me across. He's like, hey, Starksy, see this jersey? Oh. I need I need it to stay the same way by the end of it. He's like he's like, you don't do nothing. I, I won't do nothing. We're just trying to get out of the stadium. This is a terrible field right now. So, <laughs> so I'm like, what? This is a this is a trick. This is absolutely a it's trick. A he's, trick. Trying to, yep. he's trying to fool me. You can't fool me, Jason Taylor, future Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I set out so hard. And it, but it was, but it was like literally like stepping through a bog, like it was like high knees mixed with pass protection, and I get out there and I'm like, ah, and then he doesn't really give me a move. I'm like, oh man, he's he's not playing. He's like, this is terrible. Uh, so, so, <laughs> okay. So it, it so it almost becomes. I, I'm not going to say full brother-in-law, but we're related. At okay. That point. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's it's. It's by blood, but it's like by marriage, but like a couple couple ways down, right? You know what I'm saying? Like his second cousin and my third cousin like got married, so we're like family at that point. It's not really a brother-in-law. Uh, because, I mean, he still, you know, gave some and I still tried to push it, but right, right. we never took each other to the ground, which was, which was a nice feeling to go through. But, yeah, but I was nervous as all get out. So that was, yeah, that, that was one that was, that, that, that can definitely get you off guard. If you don't know that you're going into the game or you don't know, because usually you get an indication by Friday, right? If you get the Friday reps, you're more likely going to start or have a significant playing role. I didn't get those starter reps. I got, I got, I know I'm going to play. That's why I'm wearing a Jersey, right? But it was not that. So that, that is, that's my little story. All right. I'm gonna get off my soapbox <laughs> because we went well over 
our allotted time for, for our Uncle Max's story time there. But uh, yeah, we are going to take a break and back, and back at you after this Inside the Locker Room. Wolf and Starks here on ESPN and SNR Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, I think play action is such a big thing. We've been talking about it since training camp, Max, and especially under center play action. And one of the things that I, I take away again from that Raiders victory was, first of all, you, you had some a moderate success in running the ball. They were 31, 31 carries, 68 yards or so, 65 yards, somewhere in there. So you had some moderate success, but even that brings you the ability to suck those linebackers in if you're good with your ball handling, if you're good under center because you don't tip off as fast because the linebackers can't see exactly what's going on when you're under center. If you turn your back and do things like – I always think of Boomer Esiason, who for uh, Cincinnati was so very good at with play fakes and everything else. He really did a, a really great job of, of using the skill of play fakes. And I, I think that's something that could really build for Kenny because we saw him do it. You know, six plays, touchdown pass to Muth on that drive, three Three passes, three runs, three under center, three from the shotgun. The balance, uh, you know, Matt Canada was talking about it yesterday and this morning. The balance that that brings in being able to run pass with a 31 to 28 ratio versus the set, the three out of four passes that we were going into that Raider game. All that is starting to come together, and I hope in a way that takes another step forward when we hit NRG Stadium. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm hoping that the same thing happens because, you know, you have to be able to come into a game with confidence, A. And yes. I think that was established last week. I think, you know, when you look at the first two weeks, you know, the Niners and the Browns, the confidence wasn't quite there and it showed. But I think, you know, that there was a little bit of hesitation early on in that Raiders game. And then once you saw the first successful drive, right, then – you saw a second successful drive. And then we were getting across the 50 to where it was almost like, well, if we get across the 50, we're scoring points regardless. I mean, thank goodness for Chris Boswell's leg, right? (laughs) Because he he kicked some monster bombs. And that's where you kind of have to say, all right, we're good. We're good. We got 25 yards till we get to our range, so to speak, right? Because if you're taking the ball, say, fair catch, you're on the 25, going, going 25 yards puts you at the 50. Um, but it, I think it really goes to show that, Hey, we can do this. We can get some good plays going. We can get some momentum going and that we can, we can be an efficient offense. I think that's what it really needed to prove for them was, you know, yes, we needed the defense to kind of give us a little catalyst the week before, but no, we, we could be self-sufficient because they're going to do their job and we don't want them doing more than just their job, right? We're not asking you to not only intercept the ball, or create a fumble, but now you have to score it every time you do it, right? You don't want that mindset of overworking your defense. So for the offense, it's imperative to come in and say, you know what, we did it last week, we can do it this week. And that's what I'm hoping, you know, with Matt Canada, with this offense, with Kenny Pickett, you know, 
they've gained some confidence to say, you know what, we can just we can role plays out there and we can do them because we're also trying to create our identity to know what is our bread and butter. What what are the plays that we can hang our hat on? And, and you're starting to reveal that. And this week will be an extension of that because hopefully after this, we'll kind of know what the Steelers' identity is uh, as they progress through the second quarter and the rest of the season. Especially so when you have an opportunity like this. Look, the the, the right now the um, Houston defense is giving up over 100 yards rushing. They're averaging, okay? And I know the Steelers is too. Listen, we got both sides. But the fact is, when you look at the defensive line, and especially the inner guys, Malik Collins, 6'2". Um, you got Sheldon Rankins, 6'2". You got Kurt Heinisch, top three defensive tackles, 6'2". I, by the way, Heinisch is a, is a uh, Pittsburgh guy. If you if you oh, did, if okay. you didn't know that, yeah, Pittsburgh dude, yeah, he's yeah, he is. But um, regardless, those three guys, they're all six two. You know what? You watch them, and they they end up turning sideways a lot of times into the double team, trying to split it. And I, you know, I I just gotta believe because what the 300, 305, 310, right in there, um, they're they're just not big guys, you know, and I think going after them in a very vertical way, north and south way, as you were talking about earlier, could be a really big thing here if you can hammer away and then create that opportunity to suck those linebackers in even more so and get after it with the play action and then start with your bootlegs, rollouts, and, and so forth. But to me, initially, I hope – and I'm thinking, just in my mind, if I was if I was to be, you know, the the offensive coordinator for a, for a moment, <laughs> I'd, I'd sit there and I go, I would really love to hammer away the first couple of series just to set the stage. Yeah, no, I I would love to see that as well, and I think utilizing that and hitting a tight end in the process. Right, 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 right. And some little just rainbow shot up the seam. Just business as usual here with '88, you know. Kind of like think think Buffalo off the off the change uh, off of the Calvin Austin uh, punt return. Yes, yep. That's all we need. That's I'm not asking for much, am I, Wolf? I mean, no. Just a little. Hey, suck them up, dump it over the top, and let let Pryor move go on go on the train tracks. That's what I like to call the hashes. You put them on the train tracks and let and, and, and let them chug forward. That's that that's all. Just so you you know that hey, this is not going to be a walk in the park. So if they try and tighten up, they want it like, hey, we're going to stop this run game of, of, of Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. No, 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 no. We have other options, and now we need you to play true and honest. And that's where I think – that's where I also think where Houston is going to kind of struggle, right? If they can't get a bead on you and right. you can stay as multifaceted and as anonymous as possible, and that's what under center does. That's what, you know, committing to the run game to allow for the play action to, to – um, to kind of formulate in it on its own. And then also, you know what I loved last week that I would love to see? A mm. screen. Oh, How about that? Yeah. A screen game. We, That's something yes. that I, yeah, yep. we've got to utilize that. So now all the tricks in the bag are available to you. We don't become this predictable, one-sided type of offense. We can now actually get to where we're a multifaceted offense. Absolutely. So, yeah. Let me ask you this. When you're running the screen, did you like the kick out or were you the appeal guy? I, oh, I, I love the, the peel guy. Oh, see, I love I the love peel. The, I was a kickout guy. See, we would have worked well together. Whoa, oh, absolutely, that. yeah. Because I love oh, my the gosh. fact you're cruising back and you're going, oh, here's somebody not paying attention, kapow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing to see here, but right now, splat. <laughs> I could, I could, I, I could, I could see you really relishing in, in, in the 
in that good old peel block in, in the KO block we called it. No uh, doubt about no, it. <laughs> I, I'm the guy like you know I wanted to pull out and I was like, listen, I want to line you up in the crosshairs. I want to know that you know that I'm coming and I still want to steamroll you. Um, you know, I, I remember we had the tight end screen with Heath back in the day, right? And, right. Um, and we were playing in Detroit, and I can't remember who the DB was. But he was a poor, unfortunate soul. Um, <laughs> He's a nameless, I, faceless, gray, whatever Tom, Tomlin yeah, calls him. Nameless, gray faces. Name, nameless, yeah, nameless, gray, gray faces. Yeah. Okay. And I just remember I set the defensive end. It was James Hall. I just remember. And I clubbed James Hall up the field. And then I just remember just peeling out. And <laughs> the, the nickel slot was like, was like trying to chase um the receiver uh-huh. and then he saw where ball motion was and then he saw me and you could see just the whites of his eyes just go <laughs> like uh-oh 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 and then next thing you know he's looking at he's looking at the ceiling of uh ford field because i absolutely steamrolled him on that play I those mean, are he, precious moments yeah he had like a 25 yard gain he went right behind me, and i mean i just absolutely I, I tried to throw him through the ground when, when I got the contact. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, yep, you feel yep. good and, you, and you're at the right leverage point. So, you know, yep. I can uncoil like a spring that's been, that's been, that's been pressed down all the way. That's true. And, oh my gosh, it's the greatest feeling in the world. And I, I you know, I relish like that, like uh taxi, like the to- outside toss cracks. Yep. I relish that too, being the outside kickout guy on those. Those are fun. You know, yep. Yeah, I like the alley guy. Also, I like the lead block every once in a while. I like that being in the alley a couple times. Oh yeah, on a couple of plays. But yeah, no, it, it, it's it, see, this is when football is fun, right? It, for hogs, you get to beat up. Yes. Yeah, for hogs. I mean, when you get to beat up on guys legally and not go to jail, it's a great feeling. <laughs> well, a great feeling is going to be us coming back for the bell lap. Max's bell lap coming up right here in the locker room as we get ready for the Texans at NRG Stadium. Be back after this. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, it is now the bell lap on a Friday. That's right, this is the last segment you will hear until game time for Wolf and I. Uh, on these airwaves and Wolf, I mean, I'm excited to go to Houston, man. I, you know, I'm going to be in Dallas the day before, but I could not wait to get to Houston. And hopefully, you know, if Reagan's in a good mood, he will uh, he will he will take us out to dinner. But if not, I have some other options for us, Wolf, so that we can enjoy our Texas style barbecue mm. uh, fair. As, 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 as we like to do when there are cities that are known for their barbecue. Ooh, yeah. And another guy that wants to chime in on this, Wolf, did you know Cuban Dan is boots on the ground in Houston right now calling into the show? Oh, how about that? So, yeah. Well, I was, All right. I Cuban was, Dan, what's up? I was, on, I was on the plane, and I got a message from Wes that said you were 
saying there was some derogatory things about Pinkertons, and I just I just didn't take time to it. <laughs> whoa, 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 sir, sir, excuse me, I never degraded. Yeah, I know you're stirring the pot early. No, I didn't. Yeah, I did yeah. not say anything against Pinkertons. I said Pinkertons is good. Yeah. I just remember I had one because he was talking about how great it was, and I was like, "Yeah, it's it's good barbecue." I didn't say anything there. I just said from my experience when I was there at Super Bowl and I was staying at my teammate's house, James Ferrier, and he he brought in some barbecue from another local joint. And it was fantastic. That's all I said. I did. I would never degrade Pinkertons. And if the Pinkertons people are listening, I like your barbecue a whole lot. Please, please keep making it. The um, Pinkerton detectives are coming for you, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, the, the, hit, the hit squads have been put out. Now, I just, I'm giving you a hard time. And honestly, in my defense, I've been up since 1.30 yeah. in the morning, which is not, not my usual schedule to, to get here at this hour. And I was... I'm half in and out of it. <laughs> yeah, with, I know my mindset. It is definitely accepted when you are on site doing yeoman's work to get ready for the game. Listen, I, I do hey, not. Do you, do you remember the name of the place um, that, uh, that yeah. your teammate brought in? Yeah, it, you know, it, it was Ray's. It was Ray's uh, Barbecue Shack. Have you heard of My cousin's down here, and he says that he's never heard of it. Yeah, it, it's but, it's off of uh, it's off a of Spanish trail, because that that was kind of the part of town he lived in. It's got good reviews. Okay, yeah, he just pulled it up and it's got good reviews. We might. I tell you what, I'll probably give that a shot. Like I'm starving right now, and <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> Scouting no. report. Scout it well, out no, for well, us, baby. So so we, I got I got in the truck when when Rafa picked me up and he was like, "What do you want to do?" I was like, "Bro, I need to eat." It's Pinkerton's open. It was like. It was like ten o'clock or nine thirty or something. I was like, and they're not open right now, but they're open at eleven. So I've been, I've been working on an empty stomach for the last hour and a half, waiting for mm. Pinkerton to open. We're about to head over there right now for breakfast. Oh man, yeah, you've been what pacing back and forth. Hey, I, hey, we've all been there. We've all been there. You know, everybody on this call has been has been in that moment where you're like, listen, I can't wait, and my mouth is already set on what I want to eat. Um, but I will say this. So if you go to Ray's, like one of the things I really enjoyed, like I enjoyed their brisket. I enjoyed their, their they had rib tips as well, but um, they had this side. It, it was almost like a, like a dirty rice. That was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. So if you do make it to Ray's, you got to get that as one of your sides. Just, just, just saying. I'm going to, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it a point. I was planning on eating Pinkertons all weekend long, but I mean, this Texas barbecue, I tell you when I had it the first time after I got back to Raleigh, I honestly contemplated more than once about buying a flight back down just to go back to Pinkerton's. No kidding. Like, wow. they, like the flights, flights would get down to 159. I'd be on my couch looking at, looking at it and be like, should I, shouldn't I? Like, I will try Ray's and I'll report back to you. Unless you all want to link up, man, I'd be happy to do that too. We don't know what yeah. our schedule is right now, buddy. But you know what? It just okay. sounds yeah, good. Do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, no. Well, if I if I do make it there, trust me, Cuban Dan, you will know about it because uh, yeah, I, I'm like okay, I gotta plan, I gotta plan everything out perfectly because my cousin also lives in Houston, um, so I want to make sure I see him. So I might invite him out to dinner with us when we go out to dinner. Ooh. But um, 
But yeah, if we if we if we get to raise, I will I will definitely let you know. And then don't forget the sake to me cake. That is Wait also a, minute, are we a nice doing, little dessert. You doing raise or are you doing uh, Pinkerton's? Both. That, uh, that's both. What, both. What, yeah, okay. Why can't we do both, both Wolf? Yeah, why can't we yeah, do both? Man, well, if you want We're the wings there or early you want enough. the ribs, you want both, wow. baby. What, what was I thinking, we, man? We, you we want the donut the or the breakfast pizza? You want both, baby. I might have to save some pizza and then go to Ray's and do like a side by side. Pepsi challenge on it. Ooh. There we go. There we, I like that. L- listen, I'm all for a good comparative uh, analysis. I, I, I love comparative we're, analysis. We, we, no, we're competitive people. That's why. All right? We're that, competitive that is, people. Yeah, that is, we true. compete, baby. You're, yeah. you're competitive Competitive eating people. That we are. That we are. No. But uh, but Dan, hey, enjoy the food. Enjoy it. We will see you down there soon. And are right, you're going to the game, correct? You're gonna be in stadium, right? Yeah. yeah you're yeah, part sure. of the sixty percent of, of Steeler fans that will probably be in that stadium invading NRG Stadium to provide some some wattage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah speaking speaking of wattage, um, I was told that if I ask politely, you can get me down on the field to meet TJ. Is that is that true? Because <laughs> I'm going to be wearing my TJ jersey, and I would really love more than anything else is for him to sign it. Like I would feel like that that would be a moment that would live in my life for a long, long, long time. And I'm sure Max can set that up. <laughs> oh, oh, is that? <laughs> Max, Max, hello. Pull the bus do, up. I can't, I can't do TJ, but what about JJ? I mean, you interested in yeah, JJ? Yeah, exactly. I mean, JJ's not got. He doesn't have anything to do. He he'll he'll, he'll be hanging out. I mean, it's a what? I, I, I mean, whether the T and the J. Yeah. Well, no, that's okay. He could sign it. You know, as like as like as like a Mia Culpa to his brother being better than him. It, it's really cool. No, I swear. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but my my loyalty runs a little too deep. I just I couldn't do that to TJ. Oh boy, but, Cuban. But 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 he it's family, right? I mean, they, they grew up together. You know, and he's going to be a future Hall of Famer, so it'll be worth something if you get his, and then later you get TJ's, and then you have a Watt duo, you know, on the jersey. You get no, me down on no. the field, and I'll go buy a JJ jersey. <laughs> and have him sign it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, we'll see what we can do. Normally, I, my powers oh. extend more so on the home stadium side. But uh, we, we, we shall see, Cuban Dan. No. <laughs> but, uh, but, but we appreciate you, Cuban Dan. We're going to have to run because we have to get off, uh, get off the airwaves. But thank you so much for calling in. Look forward to it. I can't wait to hear the comparative analysis. Uh, Pinkerton is to, Ray, Ray, to race. All right, guys. Great to talk to you. Thanks a lot, later. brother. All right. Take care, bud. All right. Now, nah, that, was, that was great. That was great. But, yeah, well, we're going to have to do our own. Uh, deep dive into Texas barbecue as well. You know, I love we, the sound we, of that for man. journalistic and integrity. Uh, and food integrity. Um, we're gonna have to do that. But that, but for that, that's a wrap on the show. That's a wrap on the week. Only thing left to do is to do it uh, at Energy at NRG Stadium in Houston. Uh, One o'clock Eastern kick, twelve o'clock local kick on Sunday. We want to thank you, Steeler Nation, for listening in and listening in intently. We appreciate it. Go enjoy your day. Make it the best. And of course, hey, go have lunch. It's lunchtime. But for Wolf and I, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll you'll be back. We'll be back on the airwaves on Sunday for uh, for the kickoff of the Houston Texans and the Pittsburgh Steelers. You've been listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, and of course, our head engineer Wesley Euler, and also the sensei himself, Brian Lamartina. Take care. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 